Hi! Welcome back to Kiwi Corner, another episode. I'm your host, Kayleen Slice, or aka Kiwi. You can call me Kiwi, and my mutuals call me Kayleen, so you can do that too. Welcome back to the show. It's been a hot minute since I've made another episode, mostly because, well, I kind of forgot I did this thing. I don't know, this was kind of like a New Year's resolution kind of thing, where I'd be like posting more, and I'd become more social, I'd really get out there for a minute, you know, get people to know me, and in a way, I don't know, try to get personal, you know what I mean? And I always found that so difficult. (laughs) Wow, I'm just getting right into it, you know? That little intro, and then all of a sudden, we're just getting really personal. But this episode, you know, with all the catch-up that's been happening, I want to start up with, you know what? This year, I knew was going to be a year of, like, a make it or break it. I knew it since the beginning of, like, this, it was, like, the New Year's Eve, and I have this tradition with my family where we eat, like, 12 grapes. It's, like, a blessing for each of the 12 months. And then we'd write down on a piece of paper our goals, something we want to leave behind, something we really want to, you know, manifest out there and whatnot. And of course, you know, some people always joke about that, saying about losing weight and like maybe growing out your hair or cutting out your hair, not being afraid of change and whatnot. But this time, this time I I wanted to put more realistic, you know, New Year's resolutions. Not saying that, you know, those aren't reachable I mean of course those hygiene ones are probably most likely I do definitely have to lose weight I feel like that's one of the biggest things that I've been bad at keeping up with like you know the healthy terms but as of recently I've actually been kind of I wouldn't say really watching my food because I haven't but I have been getting more interested in learning about what I'm eating you know And maybe that's just like my cooking class that I've taken this year that I've been learning a lot about like the nutrients and like calories, carbohydrates, the the likely terms of diabetes and what that actually affects. I don't know. For I, for one, I'm knitting while I'm talking, by the way, because I like to be, you know, I like to be multitasking, maybe like sharpening up my skills. But anyways, um, where was I? Yeah, like the cooking class, I other like, for example... I know diabetes is like a basic like thing that everybody should know about and it's just like but my family is more at risk from it you know mostly because I have a lot of relatives even my own mom who has that and of course it's not out of the table for me that I could possibly have it if I don't take care of myself or if I was already born with it so obviously that's something that I had to worry about and weirdly enough this year I had to learn extensively what it actually does and affects you but you know this is not a learning podcast no this is a personal podcast where you just get to hear me ranting about my life okay you don't get to learn anything (laughs) um but yeah i have been learning about a lot about health and i do want to lose some weight because i know that i should i mean you know I, i think we can all use a little bit of weight or a little bit of less weight so just to keep the good healthy circumstances be huggable you know what i mean Man, I, I'm, I'm not the type of, thankfully, through this pandemic thing, I have a, I live with a, such a caring family. Like, we give hugs regularly, I'd say. We give kisses regularly, too. So, I, I feel for those people who are just, like, living alone or, you know, 
they're they're not used to the physical contact because now they realize they they must have realized that they can't live without that you know there was a thing where if babies don't have that warmth contact with other people like they could probably die and that's like such a sad thing speaking of babies i'm knitting right now a baby blanket for my for my big sister's um incoming baby i know right what a terrible transition oh god but yeah i want to i want to learn how to crochet but it's so difficult i don't know i i i look at different video tutorials and for some reason knitting was just easier for me so that's what i've been doing so i want to get all of that off the plate first i want to make you know the basic things the baby blanket maybe a dress on the way but i definitely want to do baby boots and i realized that baby boots are actually quicker crocheting it rather than knitting it especially because of the basic pattern that i've learned in knitting first no i need that for crocheting and i and i already have like all the supplies that i need i bought like this whole packet of crochet sticks and you know it's just about the basic size and i have like baby yarn specifically you know super soft for the babies so it's not like it's not like I'm unprepared or something's holding me back. No, I just, I don't know. I just haven't really felt that, I haven't really dedicated the time for that. <laughs> but honestly, time has just been not stable. <laughs> and I don't know if you felt it, but as of recently, I have definitely felt it. And whether you're a spiritual person or not, you cannot deny that sometimes you feel like you're living in the future or like you don't really have great memory or feeling kind of weird your energy's off or you have more energy than usual and all that stuff but yeah basically aside from all of that what is time literally last night i almost pulled an all-nighter watching this new anime that's right i watch anime i watched it before it was cool i still can't i still can't process that it's like in right now to watch anime which I find that super cool. I'm glad we adapted that. I'm glad we did that because I remember just like low-key trying to to watch anime and being on the anime club in my middle school and like watching anime and everybody was just geeks. And you couldn't really talk about it as freely. Nobody really wore Dragon Ball Z shirts or anything like that, much less fairy tale merchandise, which I totally had. But now everybody's kind of like really open about it, you know? I, I see the more popular ones are probably Attack on Titans and Boku no Hero Academia, which is, you know, splendid, you know? But as long as you get to get to the classics, of course, like Naruto and um, Bleach, like in Dragon Ball Z, of course, you know, all the epic males know that one. Uh, One Piece, I don't know. I haven't met an avid watcher of One Piece who's like caught up unless they've been watching it for the past like their entire life like they started when they were young and they're like somehow caught up because man it's a big joke in the community where it's just like oh you watch anime name every episode you've watched at One Piece and the plot and it's just like no we cannot do that to ourselves but yeah, I just finished a, a little cute anime, like it wasn't like an intense one, I was really trying to look for a lighthearted one. And I found this cute little romance one, it was like 24 episodes, called 
Red Riding Hood with the red hair, or Snow White with the red hair, something with a fairy tale with the red hair. And the chick had red hair, obviously, and it made her super quirky and everybody wanted to kidnap her and it was great. Fantastic. I honestly really um, liked the the inner inner message in that one. I don't know, I found that one cute. About, a, about fate and all that stuff and being independent and really just because somebody has a reputation like smaller or bigger than yours doesn't define them and all that great stuff. It really got me interested in learning again about herbal herbs, you know what I mean? Because I, I, I do want to study in like to expand more on the element of earth since I'm since I'm an earth element and I really feel home like that and in witchcraft also so it's just like would really be interested about talking about that mm. but what i do want to get into so from the last podcast i was talking about the school edition schools back in session pandemic edition and how it was and how i met new friends and all that stuff so update on the skateboarding because um i've been like skating there and back and it's just super fun i of course, practice makes perfect, and nobody can deny they've heard that at least once in their life pertaining like a skill or something, because it's so true. Like, I know it sounds like really cheesy, but it's the truth. Like, it's like the grandest advice you can give someone in order for them not to give up. Because I realized that in skateboarding, I remember falling off like every second. And I was like, oh my god, I'm just like naturally clumsy. Maybe this is a sign from the universe. You know, that's my that's my excuse, my go-to excuse. Maybe this is a sign from the universe that I just this isn't for me. But of course, it's for everyone. Um, you just gotta stick with it, practice it as much as you can. And now I, I skate, you know, to clear my mind off. I don't know. I really enjoy it now. It's like a it's almost like a stress reliever, you know what I mean? You know, everybody has their own stress-relieving senses. I'd say mine is this, is that, and um, knitting, honestly. I, I don't know, when I'm watching an anime or just TV, and I'm just staying there, laying there, I don't know, I feel useless, you know? Staying there for a long periods of time. So knitting has been such a mind reliever just to get that little voice in the back of my head, my anxiety telling me, you're wasting your time doing nothing when you could be doing something and you know i don't allow myself to enjoy the little moments that i get to relax so with knitting it's perfect because like i'm doing something with my hands i see the result in the end or the long-term project that i'm working on which right now is a baby blanket and it's just you know it takes a lot of time obviously but i hope when i give it to karen before you know the baby's born you know, they, they feel the love. You know what I mean? I don't know. I found that so cute. I, I, it's so crazy to think about the stereotypes about like grandmas and their little knitting and, you know, it's only for grandmas and all and sewing too. A lot of misconceptions just for it to be back in, you know, there, there's a lot of just local businesses and even like 12 year olds. Who are making their own shmoney and it's great it's motivating but at the same time it's soul crushing because like here i am 17 they got their own businesses and i'm falling off man like i feel like i'm losing my potential and honestly it's right like if you feel that guilt 
or you feel restless like you should be doing something it's because you should it's because you you realize in the back of your mind but you're just ignoring it that you could be doing something right now and it's it's not like something to make you feel worthless but it's something to make you to motivate you you just have to interpret it in a positive way in a positive outlet for you to you know try to create that so picking up hobbies you know through this pandemic i think is what really shaped this generation specifically generation z i mean heck i picked up knitting i picked up learning guitar um what else sewing i started learning how to sew no, it's just great. I got rid of my western bed, so now I, I it was just like an impulse thing. I was for I for my birthday I asked for a cushion, and for a futon, a Japanese style futon, and just so I could roll it up and have more space in my room. And it's so efficient. I don't know. It's especially when I'm working. Now that online school is a reality for me, I I have like my little desk that I can fold away in my bed. I can fold away and. It's just really swell. I, I really enjoy it. And not only that, but I'd say my fashion as well. I, I, w I would struggle with what, what, what to wear. But now in the end, there I am asking myself, okay, how do I feel, you know? How do I feel in the sense of, you know, gender dysphoria or gender euphoria? And, you know, what, what do I think I could be confident in or, you know, seek out the uncomfort and all that stuff? And let's talk about that serious subject. I don't know, this, this episode is just gonna take care of a bunch of bundles of information that I've honestly gathered through the years. And that's one, if you feel uncomfortable with your clothes, if you, if you like frantically have to put on big sweaters to like cover yourself up, to like always wearing jeans, if you have more than three jeans, maybe, Look at your closet and think am i hiding in my clothes am, am i becoming my clothes am i just have they become more than just an accessory to my body which is you know the real costume that in the end is our true selves authentic selves you know i, I it's such a weird question that i didn't realize i have to ask myself but it's true I was hiding in my clothes, you know, with those big sweaters, always pulling my sleeves down, pulling my shirt down to my butt, you know? It was just those bad habits that in the end, it took me so long to realize it was because I felt insecure, unconfident, and I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin, so I had to cover every inch of it. And it's not something that I realized was an influence. For example, with my parents, my mom was very motivating through that. She made me explore the feminine side. Um, I explored the masculine side with my dad. She was very open on me wearing skirts or wearing pants and all that stuff. But, you know, in the end, it's about identity. That what matters, what shapes us. The, you know, taking out the... The the outlets of you know gender and race and ethnicity and all that stuff it's in the end what makes us us besides those determining factors because gender you know as a social construct quite actually that has been confused with sex you know male and female is just something that is just outer from ourselves that we keep determining is part of us but it's not just because it's something that's working internally for us doesn't make us 
part of our doesn't make it part of our identity and so with that with that point i want to encourage you guys to just really i don't know really explore your closet clean it you know you take out some clothes and realize when was the last time i wore this why would i wear this does it actually make me feel comfortable am i hiding from it and you know what you know really really diagnose yourself in those things of like hey catch yourself in the habits that you have i think let's talk about that i think we're so caught up in life that we don't even realize the little things that we do and i've learned that actually from acting you know uh there was this one study that i read about acting that in order to act out life as realistic as you can you have to live and examine your life as you're living it for example say you're waiting in line for the doctor right you know catch yourself what are you doing what are your hands doing doing are they like stumbling around are you like reading a magazine are you looking around the room making eye contact with people talking to people or maybe you're just looking down those small habits that you do determine what the outside world looks at looks at towards you you know diagnoses you stereotypes you and all that stuff the same way as you express yourself inner and outer and it's just an amazing discovery that i had to, that was a big vital point in getting self-confidence and self-worth in myself it's a really big journey that i didn't realize i was struggling with this whole time and with that lesson about living life and being aware of what you're doing and just witnessing rather than just judging as the first um as a first instinct but also realize how you're living life are you romanticizing this like those little moments are you falling in love with yourself with those habits that you do with other people you know if you if you're an avid per- if you're a person who just loves to watch people who loves to you know not judge them but try to guess like what what's their passions what do you think well actually that is judgment but not in a negative way you know what i mean trying to do that and then after that looking into the mirror and looking at yourself and just what would people what would other people do if they were people watching me and just watch how the the life in your eyes actually show you know it's fantastic well speaking of actually romanticizing life i'm going to talk about one of these heavy subjects that it took me so long to diagnose in our society today but i'm going to write a full on essay about this like maybe multiple pages about how un- how unhealthy it is that society has made youth become such a vital and romanticized thing i i a concept that we need that through our teenage years we need to fall in love to experience all these expectations based on the influence of for example the stories that we hear the especially the movies the industry the hollywood industry the our favorite shows usually you know it it pertains teenagers from even to 12 year olds living life and having to have 
supporting characters in a in a love life when that's not real life at all you know what i mean there's there's so there's there's a few diamonds in the rough which are you know that don't focus necessarily in love in the as a concept that needs to be that's vital in in youth that just romanticizes it because it's terribly unhealthy and i realized that because how badly does it inf- affect people are the youth you know teenagers that just feel pressured to just live life to the fullest and that's why they become rebels because damn our biggest influence from the tvs and the technology that we grew up with is just you know for example high school musical this guy had to defy stereotypes had to had to be with this girlfriend who just gotta find my own way you know like like we have to expect obstacles through our love life through our decisions it has to be this dramatic and if it's not you're not living your life and that's terrible that's such a terrible conduct that misconduct that we just i don't know brainwash this our generation today to just expect those things and there's nothing wrong with having high standards and you know having dreams and maybe every now and then it's nice but we can't deny how pressured we feel sometimes to to live that romance to to only be shown that type of love you know that it has to be with another significant person and breakups will rarely happen and the obstacles are probably a third a triangle of love instead of showing healthy relationships and polysexualism and you know man just really expanding on what it means to be an indi- a diverse individual that has their own unique problems rather than just tropes that are so not true that are based on stories that every now and then will be heard but you know we just feel pressured to just uphold in our life as something that needs to happen that's just the wit that's just the theory that i've noticed that is true at least it pertains in my perspective i don't know about what you guys think but we can't deny that but anyways as we're coming to the end of this podcast episode i do want to say that hi i hope you guys are doing well thank you so much for listening listening to this podcast episode hopefully i will start doing these more in a daily sort of schedule i hope so i don't know i i don't want to say i have a lot in my plate but i definitely do have to focus you know i i did have the sat that was supposed to happen this wednesday but they kind of moved it back to the 24th and i still gotta study for that one thank god still but yeah definitely also growing individually my soul's you know self-discovery the purpose and whatnot but i think that's for another episode till then guys bye